I think because those conspiracy theories were there where it was like Facebook's being hacked right now. Facebook might actually get shut down fully. It's like, are we going to get rid of Facebook in this one moment? And that excitement of like, let's just start over, you know? We took a couple of weeks Why off. Why not? Bro. Why not? You know, man, reset, back. come back. We're ready. We're back with new ideas. Exactly. Man, this is our first episode in October, I think. Spooky yeah. season. You know what I mean? Spooky season. We got Halloween coming up in a couple of weeks. What, you are you what are you saying? What are you saying? I was going to ask, man, I don't know. I feel like my my Halloween House days, oh, I mean, I, that's, that's the ideal situation. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like my Halloween days were like much crazier in my like early 20s. And now that I'm 30, I'm like, uh, you know, they're still fun. I'm not going to lie. They're still fun. Yeah. But uh, it's less, less, less wild. All right. You know, all right. You, you doing a costume and all that? Or? I was thinking about it. I actually okay. went, like, ah, oh, man, like for years, I went as like Steve Urkel from yeah, no, Family yeah, Man. Yeah, yeah. Bro, and like when you saw me wearing that costume that at like Humble, time? dude, that, that had to have been like maybe, like that was probably my seventh time wearing that oh. costume, bro. Like, it was tough. No creativity over here. Zero though. creativity. I, st- I think I actually still have the costume. Let's not do that, case. though. You've already mentioned on the podcast. Bro, I so grew up, I grew up, like, it's a new costume this year, 2021. Can't be staying the same. Bro, I've been say? doing the sugar daddy for, like, three years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a good one. The thing is, bro, the thing is, like, what I say, it's like, if yeah. you're with a different crowd of people, you hide those pictures on Facebook and Instagram. You archive it real quick. Nobody, you go to the... nobody will ever know. Yeah. Except for your boys. Like, Pretty I, much. I mean, They'll I, roast you every time. But Big time facts. Big yeah. time facts, man. But, I don't know what I'm doing this year in terms of costume. I'm going to this like kind of club event. Um, this guy's going to clubs. It's like parts and labor. It's like, for those that know, you know. You know, yeah. like it's in Parkdale. It's not really a, a King West club. Yeah, yeah. True. Trying to turn up, you know? Yeah, man. It was nice to do that as well. Like, as we get kind of close to the end of the year, like, more things are opening up. I think there's actually, like, kind of, like, the next phase of this COVID situation is actually kind of going to come out pretty soon. I actually forgot that we still have restrictions of hey. capacity. Like, we're 50% still. Yeah, yeah. A lot but you don't really realize. Restaurant industry is is still 50%. A lot of places are still 50%, which I'm, uh, I'm totally cool with. Yeah, yeah. We just announced... Scotiabank Arena at 100%. We got leaf season all the way. (laughs) Yes, sir. They're they're up and running. We got the Raptors opening here on Wednesday. So by the time this episode comes out, it'll It'll be be Raptors game day. And I feel so good to say that. They're back home. Really excited for the the season here. Yes, sir. Uh, And, you know, it's going to be a good time. I feel like the city needs, like, that excitement. You know, kind of like excitement again, at least in like the fall months, because like in the summer, it's kind of like, okay, like you, have you a lot go to outside, do. you yeah, do yeah. a lot, but it's not like... It's about to get real depressing here, so yeah. I mean, we need... Yeah, we, do, we, need <laughs> some, we need something out here, man. We need something, but we're not here to talk about that, bro. We're trying to get into it. We're trying to get into it, bro. First I, topic. We know, like you guys, anyone who, who knows us knows that we got to jump on the biggest, hottest Whatever's topics. Whatever's trendy. Whatever's trendy. trendy. What are we talking about today? I think anyone who knows yeah. definitely know what's up here. So the popularity of Squid Game. Yes, sir. This show has just ballooned like crazy. It's Netflix's biggest debut hit with 111 million views worldwide. That is crazy. So it's like a South Korean drama. 
kind of Hunger Games style-ish, you know, where yeah. it's like, you know, you have to survive certain games, and if you don't, you know, win the game, you lose your life. Yeah. And that's all I'll give at this point. I think most people have seen it, except the person sitting across yeah. the game. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen it yet. I, don't, I actually don't have Netflix. But, oh, okay. Yeah, but I like. I was talking to my friend last weekend about, you know, what's this about? Like, give yeah, us, yeah. you know? And it's like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, it's like there's like a bunch of people who like have like a ton of debt or something like that. Yeah. And then they're offered to like go into like this this game or whatever, or like the series of games, and whoever wins like gets like their debt paid off. Or yeah. Like, that is generally the premise. What well, they don't know is that people start dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they so, get there, and then people start. Getting yeah, and they're like, "Oh shit! Okay, yeah. can I back out of this?" Well, yeah. it's kind of like it's it's a it's a really interesting commentary on, you know, what people do to alleviate their debt, what they like, how yeah, like yeah. capitalism and and money kind of like handcuffs a lot of people into like having to do desperate things to do whatever, right? And yeah, like, yeah. I've heard so it's a it's a South Korean show, mm-hmm. um, which I think is really awesome to see that like shows from other markets kind of being as Killing big it. as they are yeah. like like finally like thank you like give us give us something different yeah um which is like very new i think totally. like i think people are starting to realize that i could just read subtitles and still enjoy a show yeah like i would say what was the last the south korean movie parasite i yeah. feel like that's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. you know when it was like Okay, there's some great content, you know, worldwide that I have no idea about. Yeah. Let me open this window and um, go down that rabbit hole, so. It's cool, man. Well, it's like, it's also interesting. You brought up a good point. So, it's in, it's in Korean. Yeah. Uh, but, like, have you watched, there's an English version, right? Yeah, so here's the thing with, <laughs> with that stuff. Like, I tried the English version first, but the voices, you can just tell, aren't really a great match. And, you know, when someone is... You know, they're mouthing and then the voice is like two sentences while they're saying a whole paragraph. It's just, it feels off. Yeah. So I had to go back and uh, watch it with subtitles instead. That's massive, man. Yeah. Well, it's like, I don't know. I think that's cool too. I think it adds like authenticity when you watch like a show and it's like original language. The translation isn't always going to be perfect. So yeah. you're missing certain, you know. Like nuances, nuances. intricacies, yeah, all that exactly. kind of stuff that really matters the most. And especially in a show like that. So that's yeah. really cool. I gotta watch it. Like, Can we break down why you haven't? Yeah, <laughs> I mean to be honest, I don't watch a lot of TV. Sure, I don't. Okay. Uh, like I watch, I watch sports, but I don't really watch like Netflix or anything too much. Maybe if I'm like sick or like you know I'm just trying to be lazy, like I'll toss something on. But I yeah. think the last time that I that I binge watched a show was when Stranger Things came out like a few years ago, like in oh, 2016. Wow. Oh my god, that was like man. the first time where this I've been is like crazy. Yeah, and uh, and before that it would have been years before. I don't know. Yeah, I just yeah. don't. I'm, I'm not like a a TV show guy I'm not okay, like a movies okay. guy like I don't really watch too much stuff like that but this might make me do it like I jump on the things that like everybody's talking about like I remember when you Bird did. Box came out yeah, like a couple yeah. years ago I was like okay I gotta watch this it was overrated mm-hmm. but this definitely doesn't seem like it's overrated it seems like it's like legit yeah there's this like meme of like I've been pressured to watch Squid Game more than do drugs in my entire life yeah. and I'm just <laughs> like oh my god like, <laughs> like low key but <laughs> hey man like I don't know like uh there's something about like just sitting down and watching something like I one I think I have like a very like low attention span which yeah. is like not to my benefit at all because mm-hmm. I'm on my phone a lot I'm on TikTok and like YouTube and all that sports especially when it's like dynamic and like, yeah, so, yeah. like everything's fun and stuff right um, but it's a different story like I mean and I think I get captured by like a good story same way of reading a book like you, once you get involved and invested into it 
it makes a big difference. And it sounds like this show has really done a good job of hooking people in, like, from the jump. What's crazy is that I think it just shows the power of who the fuck knows? Yeah. And let me explain that where it's let like... Break, it, break that down. <laughs> break it down. Where the, uh, I guess the person that brought, that helped bring this series to Netflix is saying that there's no way for you to predict that something's going to be a smash hit. She was saying that she knew it would do well in South Korea because the director is like well known and like obviously, you know, it tells a story that resonates with people. But there's no way to predict that this would be a global hit. Yeah, and Netflix just takes chances on all this different content, and it's just an interesting kind of like commentary, I guess, where it's like, how could you ever predict that Squid Game would be your number one hit on Netflix when it's a good show? I don't think it's the best show I've ever seen, sure. even on Netflix. Sure. So I'm just like, well, it's like, what happened here? Well, you know? I, and and I find that so interesting because like I think when you there's a level of like making things popular that goes into any big production like yeah, any yeah. big story like that right so I'll get that out of the way but I think when you start to like force like uh, like not authenticity it's not the right word but when you start to when you start to force something to try and appease to people like pop music like yeah, Drake's yeah. album is a great example of this and we're not going to get too much into that <laughs> yeah, but it's like that. that felt like it was cre- like it was created to you know appeal to the people who we know are going to watch it. The yeah. cool part is about this, no one knew that this was going to be as popular as it was. Yeah. It was a good story. Well, apparently it's a great story mm-hmm. um, that hooks people. And I think that is more powerful than actually like building something in a lab that's like, oh, no. do this, And I think this. people think that, that Netflix will often do that. I think maybe with certain content, but even in that same interview, she's like, Referencing uh, the one with chess. What was it? What was it called? Do you remember? I can't remember. Uh, the Gambit, Queen's Gambit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, "There's no data that could have told us that people would love to watch this team yeah. play chess, and yeah. it's one of their biggest hits ever." You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I think people try to get too much into the data and say, "Oh, we should create a show based on this because they like watching serial killers." Not always. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know? Th- that's when. That's when creativity shines. Yeah. And I think exactly. that, like, needs to come out in a lot of things for it to, like, be super successful. Like, creativity, authenticity should should go first. Yeah. And then uh, everything else kind of, like, needs to... See what happens. See what happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let things be things, and if they're not good, you'll, you'll know why. Definitely. People will, people will certainly let you know. Yeah, 100%. So we'll get your review next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll have to... I'll give you my account, my yeah. cousin's account, low-key, and then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to them. Shout out to Dax Cousin, man. <laughs> Straight up. Let's move on, though. Let's move on with... Still, stuff that's trending, trending online that we're seeing. This is, I guess, a testament to just black Twitter. This is what they call <laughs> yeah, it, to be honest. A, yeah. Just a random tweet that went off where this girl was commenting about, like, red flags... So red flags in like a relationship sense. So yeah. she's saying when you're not obsessed with me and then like 20 red flag uh, emojis. emojis, right? Yeah. And somehow everyone just started adding their own spin to it. These are my red flags for a relationship. These are my red flags for friendships, for work. The brand started to jump in. I don't know who was the first, but whenever something's showing on Twitter, you know, the brand's got to jump they in. got to right? jump in. So you have examples like Foot Locker saying, you have too many sneakers. So when someone says yeah. that and then red flags. <laughs> and what's funny is that people like went in on them saying, you guys never have any sneakers anyhow. Yeah, like, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Just brands kind of jumping in with their own red flags based on their industry that they're in. 
Yeah. So, like, PGA is, like, golf is not a real sport. Red flag if someone says yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. How do you kind of feel about, you know, the brands jumping in, and do you have any any red flags you want to yeah, comment on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when brands jump in, like, yeah, yeah. red flag, red flag, red flag. That's straight what it up, should be. Straight up, yeah. No, but in all seriousness, I think something like that is, like, if a brand wants to join in on a conversation, if that's the conversation we're going to have, yeah. then I think that they just need to like lean into it and own it and have it be funny. Yeah. You know simple. what I mean? Like I think to bring McDonald's into the fold again, I think they do an excellent job of like Reacting. being like jokes on social with, with things. And like, they're an, a great example of that. Like they probably tweeted. A bit yeah. Probably, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Uh, shout out to Fatima. <laughs> I was about I to say, it, but then I, I, was running, <laughs> I know she's running that. If she's listening to it, yeah, uh, we yeah. love you. Um, but I think it's kind of jokes. Like, I mean, there's a very specific way to like jump in on a trend from yeah. a brand perspective, and there's an e- even easier way to come across as like cringe and like not something that anyone should possibly kind of like engage with, right? Yeah. And you get exposed. So I think it's like a specific type of brand that is allowed to do something like that. And then you know, know where it goes too far is it, when um, <laughs> the example of the CLB kind of emojis, right? Where uh, oh, <laughs> Jack yeah. Astor just makes the whole billboard yeah. weeks later. Yeah. If someone were to do their red flag situation as a They're probably billboard. cooking that up right now. <laughs> <laughs> they're probably, uh, yeah. they're, right, get a new idea. Get a new yeah, idea. Yeah, they're, they're if cooking. someone does this three weeks later on a billboard, it's not funny anymore. It's just like you miss the day to just get your tweet off. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's so. like the person who like tells a joke and then like, <laughs> like, you know, everyone's laughing and then someone else jumps in and they're yeah. like, oh yeah, and then it, and it's like, oh yeah. come on now, kill the moment. Yeah, just, but yeah. on on this note though, I think that it's kind of jokes to like see, like what takes off, like what yeah. what trends kind of like blow up and stuff like that. Because I don't know, I'm on TikTok a lot. I see tweets like you send me joke stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I find that, like, there's almost kind of, like, the same type of, like, it's, like, the same type of, like, format, but, like, a different okay. way at it. You know what I right, mean? Because, right. like, I've seen this same type of me. Like, before. relationship type stuff? No, kind of, but it's, like, yeah, like, I'm really into this, and then it's, like, not, like, uh, you know, okay, I, I've okay. seen, this is just one example, but I've seen this type of format exist before, mm-hmm. and just different ways of communicating it that, like, are tapped into like real human insights, right? That's yeah. what, in my opinion, that's kind of what it comes down to. It's it com- relatable. It's relatable content, yeah, right? It's, like, it's, it, that's, and that's exactly it. I think yeah. like brands try so hard to like chime in and like, or like not chime in, but like dive into like real human insights that are like, this is how, this is the type of angle that we're going to, you know, position our creative platform or strategy sure. or something like that without actually like, like sometimes they go like too far or too generic. Yeah. So they ultimately the people decide what is you know trending and what's funny, and then brands kind of like after it's yeah, been validated. They, they, they by do the people. they do the th- they let people do the thinking for them. Yeah. And you know agencies or marketing places like need to kind of like be the ones to to find those first, and then like create the trends accordingly. But like there's so much like business stuff and all data and all that kind of gets in the way of like yeah. yo like we're just talking to people man like we're just talking Straight about up. regular people um i do like how quick it is now though it's like i feel like at some point you probably have to go through so many different channels to get that tweet off from Foot Locker. now it's i feel like it's 
you're, it's bang on, you know, yeah. it's within the hour. It's like, I can get this off because I'm seeing that it's trending. This feels safe for me to join. Yeah. You know, there's no backlash other than the jokes people make about Yeah, like your brand, you're going to get roasted. Yeah, you're going like to get roasted. Get roasted. But, no matter who you are, you're going to get roasted. Like, yeah, but it's not like unethical, you know, no, roasting no, no. or nothing like that. It's just like... It's easy, it's fun, yeah. it's simple to get in on if you do it the right way. And like... I don't know these these examples that you have here like PGA Crocs. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Crocs yeah, person, dude. Crocs. Like that is like that in itself is a meme. Like yeah, that is hilarious. Up. Like yeah. that's so jokes. We gotta talk about Crocs at some point. Yeah, we do need to get. You know, I don't understand how they're in Foot Locker now. How like hype beasts are wearing them. I was wearing this mid 2000s, getting roasted. Yeah, getting absolutely. You know, like, <laughs> but I don't know. It's funny, man. I I'm. I think it's like a when a brand study. knows itself, like it's almost kind of like a, a joke in itself. Yeah. But the product, you know what I mean? I've worn Crocs. They're comfortable. They're <laughs> comfortable, man. <laughs> They're not pretty, yeah. but like. <laughs> yeah, it's like Buckley's taste awful, but it yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Crocs look, look, uh, look awful, but they work. Yeah. They're All probably the- so confused as we are. They're like, how did we. They're like, hey, listen, we're not going to ask questions. We're yeah, we're just going to run. We're going to just, we're going to do some partnerships with Supreme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Do you have any uh, you have any company brand red flags? I have one where it's like me, we're, we're a family here. Yeah. <laughs> you're having an interview. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like a family. No know? asshole policy. Yeah, it's no my asshole. biggest. Like, bro, that's when you got a fast paced environment. Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. do you mean by that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's that's a thing. The yeah. no asshole policy is a good one. I'm just like, man, I've seen that so many times. We got ping when you see a ping pong table at the end <laughs> seat, that's the red flag, bro. Oh that's the God. biggest red flag. It's funny because people don't you will not know what that means unless you work in the Yeah, industry. yeah. Because yeah. outside looking in, you're like, oh my god, they got games there. Yeah. And if you see a slide, on tap. red flag, red yeah. flag. Oh, yeah. Man. yeah. Shout out to Chorus. Hey man, Chorus is actually legit. Shout yeah, out to Jordan Clarkson. <laughs> Just saw their slide the other day when I was walking by it. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, like, All right, Anyone use that or what? Yeah, you, know? <laughs> you remember Jordan? Jordan yeah. used it one time. Shout out to Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> I know he's I hope he's listening to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, anyways. Should we move on? Yes, sir. Alright. What uh, we got next? Let's talk about Facebook going down a couple weeks ago. So we're kind of late to jump in this, but like that day of darkness, I don't know if you're on Facebook, that's all their entities in terms of Instagram, Oculus, if you use it, WhatsApp and the Facebook site, they had an outage for eight, 10 hours about two weeks ago. Um, it ended up coming out as as a configuration issue, you know, whatever that sure. really means. Everybody but makes me say, I wonder if it was like the intern who fucked it up. Remember, like yeah, that, the intern that. jokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Everyone had their theories because there was like a whistleblower saying, you know, about the unethical Facebook practices, literally a day before. Sure. And then this happened, but you know, people are going to get their jokes off online. How do you kind of feel about the the outage situation? You're on TikTok, all fine, I guess. That was on TikTok, is fine. Didn't even I saw, I saw it. the memes flowing, kind of thing. Yeah, I'm yeah. not really on. I'm not really on Twitter. Uh, I guess it, it, Twitter, Twitter was fine. Twitter was fine, but Instagram was yeah, down. Yeah, Instagram was down. Facebook is down, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, I had, like my parents or my mom was probably like, <laughs> what? Like, like, what am I gonna do? Actually, she, I don't even think she has Facebook. Anyways, yeah, yeah. um, I mean, like, it, things like this happen. You know what I mean? Like, it's like they it, do, but. The thing is, like, Facebook is, it used to just happen to Facebook, but now that Facebook owns all these other platforms, like, WhatsApp is not just a social app at this point. Like, this is like a communication world, worldwide. worldwide. Yeah. People rely on that over text messages. <laughs> so it's like, for you to not be able to send anything for 10 hours is like, yeah, what if I'm conducting business here and, like, 
You know, I what's mean, the... At I the know. end of the day, I know. it's like, yeah. you know what I mean? They're not going to pay you, right? Yeah, so yeah. whatever. And the thing is, like, it's, a, it's an isolated situation when, uh, like, it, if it's happening to one person, it's a different story. But it's ha- because it's happening to everybody, it's yeah, like, yeah. God is what it is. But I think the biggest thing here, you, you pointed it out, is, like, brands jumping in, which kind of, like, ties into our last topic. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? This was one of those things where I'm like, <laughs> shut up, guys. Like, like, I don't need Burger King or yeah, Taco yeah, yeah. Bell. You have or, nothing to do with it. I was like, yeah, you yeah. have nothing to do with this. Like, please stop. And, like, every, every brand is just joining in. And they're like, oh, we need to get into the conversation. Whatever. Yeah. I'm like, you guys McDonald's just, jumped in, I remember. And, yeah, oh, man, just, you can't be like, don't be sure at McDonald's after. Yeah, release. right after. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. McDonald's US. McDonald's, McDonald's US. McDonald's US. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Facts, McDonald's. Facts, facts. Fuck them. But, like... I don't know, man. Like, this has been another one of those things where I'm like, in the last example that we just talked about, that's a joke's easy way for, like, brands to kind of get involved and jump in on a trend. Yeah, yeah. This was kind of just, like, the complete opposite of that, where I'm like, we could use a little bit less of you guys right now. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't need, yeah. I don't need all these brands just in my face being like, your internet's down. Like, look, I'm a brand. It's like, no one, like, no one cares. Your internet's down. Our restaurant's still open. Rest- we don't give up. Yeah, <laughs> we don't care. Obviously, it would still be open. You know what I mean? You know. And then I ordered myself, uh, pizza yeah. <laughs> but well, I can't use Instagram I gotta, I can't, gotta order a pizza you know but it was just I don't know it's just frustrating to like uh, you know constantly just like have these kind of like uh, brands kind of jumping in on these like trends where like it doesn't, doesn't really apply to them like I know Twitter started like this big yeah, they joked. Up. Well, I mean, their Twitter and it's social and like, media. Perfect. That was that you was know? a dunk. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, that's hilarious. And then it just spiraled out of control. I'm like, yeah. okay, this isn't actually funny anymore. Yeah, like, I got you. Kind of lame, but I will say, like brands aside, that day on Twitter was just so much fun. Yeah. Eh? I don't know. There were so many people coming in that you could tell never used Twitter in so long, and everyone was just like roasting them, mm-hmm. and it was a good time. I can't even really explain it theories were there where it was like Facebook's being hacked right now Facebook might actually get shut down fully issues in the code where they're like oh my god Facebook is no longer like they're off the DNS server and, and whatnot and it's like Facebook in this one moment and that excitement of like let's just start over you know yeah. let's just like Instagram has become too big Facebook has become too big can we just start over and do something else but I think just the potential, the small potential was kind of interesting. Yeah, least. it's like, can we just go back to the days where Let's we just, didn't yeah. have any of that? You know what I mean? Like, no one, no annoying brands jumping in. Like it got that. too big. It got yeah. too big, you know? But yeah, Big facts, man. But You, you know, need those the, moments. Yeah, you need it. Yeah. Moment of silence, you know what I mean? That's what it kind of felt like a little bit. Yeah. But it tested my, like, my habits to, like, go and, like, pick up my phone, go on Instagram. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's down. You know what I mean? Yeah. did it, like, I felt like a crack addict that kept yeah, opening Instagram. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, oh, right. yeah. Like, it's still, it's still out here. Mm-hmm. But it's always funny to see the reactions after everything kind of comes back because it's like, all right, back to normal. Back to like, normal. You know, no one even mentioned no it. One, there's there's no we're the only ones talking about this right now. Like, yeah. They're like, we're done. <laughs> yeah. It's over. But yeah. I don't know. Should we, should we move on? Let's move on to the next topic. This we'll one holds near and dear to my heart. <laughs> Every September, the new NBA 2K game comes out. Okay, okay. The new NHL comes out. You know I'm all about NHL and NBA, man. Yeah, yeah. I play those games religiously. 
Uh, so you buy them every year. I bought it, well, I bought the both of them this year because it's the first time I had like my PS5 with like the you know both versions or whatever. So, uh, been having a lot of fun with them, but like it got me thinking a little bit about like the repetition of how these games are released. Yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like these games like you the game comes out. There's a lot of like work that goes into the game like throughout the year, throughout the season when this kind of comes out, all that, mm-hmm. uh, and then the new release kind of gets announced like a couple months before it comes out and then like they talk through all the features and this is what's new this is what isn't yeah. but like sometimes slightly I feel better like, graphics yeah and I'm like <laughs> especially with NHL where it's like I, I will admit like I like the I like the playing mechanics in both games I think those are really fun anyone who like plays these games would know yeah. that it's like okay 2K got better this year NHL like the mechanics of it got better Okay. But, like, it comes down to, like, the, the the marketing behind this. And I feel like sometimes I'm getting, like, like jipped a little bit. Like, yeah. I feel what like... Like, I feel like I'm... I'm a sucker for this stuff, right? <laughs> because, like, they're promising me, oh, this, the new feature, new feature. But, like, yeah. at the core fundamentals, like, some there's things in the game that are completely broken. Like, for NHL, for example, like, I, I was trying to play with my friends for, like, 20 minutes yesterday. And, like, mm-hmm. the game kept crashing or, like, it yeah, kept okay. freezing and all that kind of stuff. Where I'm, like man, like, you guys got to fix your stuff here. And, yeah. like, it kind of got me thinking a little bit more of, like, why do I do this? <laughs> One, why do I do this to myself? But, two, who are they, who, who aren't they listening to? Because you see, like, in the comments of all these games, like, man, fix your game. Like, we know, you know that you have a good product and people will want to buy your product. Yeah. Why don't you sp- spend the time to take, to, like, fix it? You know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like the, the marketing, the acknowledgement of, all these things like the PR all this stuff that goes behind these games yeah like like totally under delivers like from a just straight up product functionality standpoint which I don't get because it's like I think you just mentioned it it's like there's enough feedback out there for you to just know what people want and deliver yeah it like, doesn't seem that difficult. No, me. it's and, you know what I'm saying. It, like, and it's not like a huge investment either. It's no, not like it's like no. oh, like man, like this these changes are gonna be crazy. It's like no, like I just want my game to not freeze halfway through a game every single time. Yeah, like I don't know. I guess a lot a lot of people are frustrated, and I feel like the the crux of this situation is like there's a a massive company, a multi million dollar company mm-hmm. that is taking advantage of people who just want to consume their product. And yeah. like, well, yes, who like, know what they want. They yeah. have identified their problems and yeah. what a potential solution is, and you just ignore it and give them something else. Yeah, exactly. That so happens time and time again. Every with, yeah. it's so frustrating, man. Yeah. But like, it kind of got me thinking a little bit more yeah. on like the monopoly aspect of like these companies. Like, it's like I know two K Sports, two, two well two K. Like, I know that they they have their own roster games. EA, like you know. The only like hockey game, decent hockey game that I know of is NHL like twenty two or like any of those other games. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do you think that they're kind of just leaning into that? It's like, well, they don't. I don't have a competitor to like actually benchmark me against everything. Like, if two K made a hockey game, like, would I get it? Like, I would seriously, seriously consider it. Gotcha. But like, that doesn't exist anymore. So like, I'm forced into getting the same product time and time again. Like, do you think that these brands are aware that like? You're not. They're, you they're, can't go anywhere else. I, I would say like, I would say the opposite actually of what I was going to ask. Like, do you think they are completely unaware of like the frustrations that people have around around their product? Oh, there's no chance. There's <laughs> no chance. I think they're aware. I think there's a bit of an arrogance in that monopoly kind of format where it's like you know that 
you're not going to go anywhere else. Like, NBA 2K is going to be fine. They passed NBA Live. They passed EA Sports. Yep. Now they're just kind of riding free. Not the best way to think as a company, because if you think about it, EA Sports was dominant first, then 2K passed. There can be another company that eventually passes 2K. It'll take some time, but you never want to be in the arrogant mindset as a company. It's frustrating, know? man. It only lasts so long, yeah. but... I think they're, they're, they have to be aware of the feedback. Like, they're online. They're seeing what people are saying. I don't know what the reasons are internally, politically, whatever it is, as to why they can't do it. It reminds <laughs> me of, like, Twitter. Like, uh, people have been talking about an edit button for the past 10 years. Can we just let me edit my tweet after I've tweeted it, yeah. right, if I make a mistake? And they'll give you every feature under the sun. They'll make a joke like, about... Oh, stories. They'll make right? a joke about the edit button, but never do it. And it's like you have all these people identifying a problem and saying they want this one thing. Why aren't you trying to make it happen? Yeah, and like for me, it's crazy because <laughs> like when you start thinking about like the the brief, all that kind of stuff, yeah. like what what do these people really want? Like at that point, you're kind of just ignoring... You're what, completely... Yeah, yeah, you're saying, <laughs> I'm, I'm like... The, but the, the one intern in the room is like, yo, but I think everybody... Uh, well, like, so they're like, oh, they want, they want stories. I know they want stories. We're being innovative <laughs> in tech, right? We're being innovative. Bro, they, I, think they, I think people actually just want to, like, just edit their tweets. That's it. Like, I that's think that's it. Like, yeah. Get this guy out of here. Yeah. Like, t- take him out back. You know what I mean? I just don't get it. It's yeah. so weird to me. It reminds me, like, did you watch the Apple event today? We're, we're recording this on Monday. Uh, no, I didn't. So they introduced, like, new features... New, I'll explain what I mean by new features for the MacBook Pro, right? Where a lot of it is just doing things that people have been asking for. So the touch bar that they've, that they've included and that got rid of the screens at the top, they removed the touch bar and now they're putting numbers on or uh, buttons on there. And that's kind of how they've presented it. We're putting buttons instead of the touchpad to make it easier. And it's like, actually, you should reframe that and say, we tried to do the touch bar. It didn't work. So now we're going to go back to what we had before, which was buttons. Yeah. But they don't do that as app. They want to be that arrogant company. Well, it's marketing, like, bro. It's you, that's no, marketing, but man. I, I think what would be better is just saying we've listened to you as yeah. customers. Like, yeah. I would just love if companies could be more transparent. We tried something. It didn't work. We want to go back to what worked before. Sorry about that. We're going to try more things afterwards. Yeah. You don't even need to apologize. You don't even need to apologize. You're You're a company. You're trying things. Yeah, you're trying things. I just hate how they kind of flip it and frame it. You can say it's marketing, but... I guess for me, I just like honesty. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, I'm you going know? to buy this product. Yeah. Don't. You I, don't yeah, I'm going to buy it regardless. You don't just need to. Like, you don't need to bullshit me. You don't need to do any of these like like loopholes or like you know, selling this thing back to me. And it's yeah. like, well, you can think like that, but it's like I'm interested in your product. Just yeah. like make it easier for me to use it. Honestly, I don't know. It's not Small that, things. You it's know? not that difficult. And, that's and they've added more ports on the MacBook that people have been asking for, and it's like that's great. Thank just, you. Just functional, like you know, just, just, just give me the easy stuff. Yeah. Like, you can come up with the cool feature too. Yeah, you can definitely could, like you know what give I mean? me the shit that we're asking for. Just give me the shit that we're asking for. Yeah, I totally agree. That's it. Uh, all right, let's, let's hate just, all this shit. Yeah, same here, man. <laughs> I'm never buying a. 2K uh, or NHL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. I'll be As the I talk about line. buying the new MacBook 2 yeah, right before yeah, this. Like, <laughs> I know I'm buying it. Me every year, like, yeah, showing up. Oh, my God. Yeah. Clown in the mirror. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. I'm not buying this new game because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get this clown page. Anyways, oh, man. What's next? What's next? Uh, anyways, this is, a, this is a big one here. Um, so, NABs, uh, for those who would work in the advertising marketing space, is like a of like a support line service around kind of like uh, 
mental health advocacy uh, within people in the media, advertising, marketing, communications type of industry. So it's really used as a resource for people who are like, you know, I would say like stressed out, busy, like burnt out. So up to like it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that entire group <laughs> yeah, as, a, yeah. as a resource for people to tap into, like that's specific to the industry. Right, right, right. It's a great initiative. Uh, I definitely encourage everyone to like have a look at it. It's useful, uh, and especially if you are feeling like very stressed out and busy, mentally not okay, and you work in the industry, mm-hmm. give them a shout, check it out uh, online, and uh, and learn a little bit more about them. But so. Uh, what we want to get into is they just released a spot that is uh, that was they were partnered with Cassette um, on like encouraging people to be I would say this is what it says here more aware of burnout and other negative impacts of their negative health or mental health mm-hmm. uh, that stem from like their day to day work lives. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, do I think that's an excellent message? Like one thousand percent. Like without a doubt, that is a that's a correct message. But where I struggle a lot with that is, like, the, like, the industry is behind this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and at the end of the day, it's like the, the practices, the, the, the processes, the, the people, uh, especially people at the top, make advertising and this industry exactly what it is. They are, they are enablers of stuff like this. Yeah. Right? The stress and for, uh, for me, working. And yeah. Of, of working late, <laughs> working insane deadlines, uh, having to work on their time off. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and, yeah. and, and, and I, or, yeah, it, well, exactly. Even, even yeah. on a weekend or vacation or whatever, like the, re, like the reality of this industry is that like, it's not nine to five. Right. Yeah. And it's like, I think people position that when you, when you get hired and like, that's okay. But like, you can't be you like these ads here are like made to like be like hey like we're with you you know it's all good like give us a give us a shout if you're not feeling okay mm-hmm. when the industry is also very much like active in causing people to feel like that yeah. it's like a, it's like a a smoker like a, a box of cigarettes being like hey man like just quit smoking like you'll be okay if mm-hmm. you quit smoking don't worry about it knowing that knowing yeah, that really people people are yeah. are addicted to this you know yeah, what I yeah. mean and it's causing bad health. I find that like that it, it frustrated me a lot to see this because it's like I I worked at Cassette man. It's like I worked at other agencies where it's been like incredibly stressful, incredibly hectic. Like mm-hmm. like t- I'm tired, I'm busy, I'm having to work like on my own time. Like regular like meetings and stuff would happen after hours. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's whether, that's, whether that's before nine or after five o'clock. Like, that was just a regular thing, and I felt like my life totally escaped me. You know what I mean? And we always talk about ageism in advertising. It's like, oh, like, people don't favor, like, old people in advertising. Like, I think old people, older people, like, can't live that lifestyle where you're working, you know, eight to eight or eight to nine every every night. It's like, it's like, that is a, that is a byproduct of the, like, working style uh, and the dynamic style of that industry. Yeah. I'd love to know your thoughts on, like, what you feel about this. Because I feel like it's incredibly contradictory and it's incredibly ironic that we have to have this message in the industry without addressing the actual issues which is hiring staffing up properly yeah, making sure honestly, honestly, processes are, are, are organized yeah. making sure that every, everything is balanced and, al- and allows people to have like a solid balance in their lives yeah I don't know too much about this spot but I think it is it's interesting because on one side you're like 
they're doing something and they're kind of like putting their hand up and, you know, recognizing this as an issue and providing some level of support. I don't know how great this support actually is in practice, but the idea of having this resource for folks that need it. But then on the other side, you know, having actual experience in an agency, even though it was only, you know, a few years, I know that for you to say I am overworked, that doesn't always end up how you would want it to end up. Yeah. That can be seen as you are weak. That can be seen as you are this complaining. Is a, this, is, this might not be the thing for you. Yeah. Oh, I've heard that yeah. before where it's like, I, you're maybe not cut out for this, you know what I mean? Or this is not the industry for you. And it's like, no, I, it is, but there's an issue with staffing. There's an issue with expectations and not being able to actually speak to a client and say, we can't deliver this in the time frame that you need. That you need. For X amount of reasons because of what you want. Yeah. And I think, you know, it starts at the top. It's like, I think a lot of agencies um, just kind of skip those conversations or just like overpromise, knowing that they have the kind of worker bees at the bottom that are willing to work until 8 p.m. to make this dream happen that isn't realistic. Yeah. So make sure that the higher ups get paid. Yeah, exactly. So they don't have to have a difficult conversation with a client, Yeah. you know? And it's tricky. I mean, I think you kind of nailed it in terms of like, it's, it's kind of performative because this is this is the trend right now of like mental health and you know being like yeah mental health advocacy work life balance Men- mental here. health advocacy doesn't matter and, until you staff your agency up properly yeah. you know what I mean I, yeah. I haven't worked at an agency where I felt like comfortable showing up at 9 and leaving at 5 and being like oh no, that's great man. except for like maybe my first day yeah. You know what I mean? Even then. Even, even like, then, like, yeah, I, I, even then. Yeah, you know what I mean? I tried mean? to stay longer and I wasn't doing anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I felt bad about it. Yeah, ask like yourself that, why. That, that you know? is a problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I, I, I will I will say this. It's not it's not cassette no, that no. Is, is behind this. It's not NAVs because they're providing a service and that, that service is very much needed. Mm-hmm. But I also I also find that, like, it, it's for me, it's kind of like an overview of, like, the... Like, why is this service so needed that it's like, this was created as a dedicated resource for the advertising industry? Like, shouldn't that be, like, shouldn't that, like, show you that there is a problem? You know what I mean? That That there's a bigger problem than just, like... I don't feel good. I need to talk to somebody. And that this is like a band-aid solution. And this is a band-aid solution. Versus the solutions yeah. you've kind of identified are more so this will actually change the makeup of our agency. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like the, the shit that matters. Like yeah. pay, paying people uh, way more. Like mm-hmm. advertising is notorious for paying people shit money. Yeah. Right? And that's yeah. and that's facts. Like for a lot people of People can listen to this and be like, oh, like I, I work in the industry. Like this is a, like, what are they saying about me? I'm like, no, okay. Well, yeah, you're probably underpaid. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like, bro, yeah. like you're 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 significantly underpaid. You're yeah. overworked. Uh, people are like trying to like save money to buy houses. Houses are like incredibly expensive in this city. All of the advertising agencies that you want to work at are mm-hmm. probably in this city. Yeah. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? It. Or, yeah. So it's like you either have to live in Toronto or around Toronto or in Vancouver or in Montreal. Yeah. Or like, excuse me, real estate is incredibly expensive and I'm getting paid pennies so that... For the amount of work. Like, the, in for, general, you're not making pennies, but, like, for the amount of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's, it's totally relative. Yeah. And I just yeah, found yeah. that, like, when I when I saw that, I'm like, that's a nice message, but it's also, like, this isn't, like, like people aren't just it's not down, enough. People aren't just down on themselves. Yeah, like, yeah. mental health comes, like, poor mental health comes with, like, a lot of people's, like, stresses around, like, shit that matters in life. Like, 
being able to save up their money, being able to, uh, you know, get a house one day or like provide for themselves, eat food, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And like eat healthy food. Yeah. Uh, and that comes with like a lot of the stresses around like, oh, I didn't, I couldn't eat lunch today because I was too busy or... That uh, man, so many times has that happened. Yeah, and right? that was almost like a thing in advertising. Where you'd have like, to eat by your desk if you wanted to eat at all. Yeah, you know where people I mean? would be like, oh, I'm just so busy that like I can't like, yeah, you know what I mean? It was like almost like a flex. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. That's wow. The struggle Olympics, yeah. you know, where it's like, I, I need to outstruggle you. Yeah, I need, exactly. I'm working harder than you are. Like, as company execs are like, blessed. We yeah, got, yeah. We got another one, boys. Okay. But anyways, you know, we go on for for quite some time on this one. Let's let's get into it. And we got a big time feel good news of the week that I want to yes, get to. Sir. So let's get in. We always have to throw in our agency slander. Yeah, you agency know, slander. Our, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, damn. Our capitalist slander. Uh, let me. <laughs> All right, so let's do the last kind of major topic we have here. I literally just saw this post. Uh, I think the New York Times made it on Twitter, and I sent it immediately to our group chat just for us to kind of respond to. The former CEO of Pepsi has this quote that I'm going to just read out and then we're going to just kind of get our thoughts. Uh, She never, ever, ever asked for a raise. I find it cringeworthy. I cannot imagine working for somebody and saying my pay is not enough. And I think just right after we talk about mental health and we talk about being underpaid and overworked, this is almost a great segue into the fact that you have the CEO that doesn't believe that you should be asking for raises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That believes that the payment that I'm giving you is what you should stick with and be fine with. You should just be happy that you have a job here. And that is the issue with, I don't even want to say that generation, I'll kind of maybe isolate it to her and maybe some other folks. But I think it'd be more more than fair. Yeah, to be honest, you know, where it's like, this kind of just worker culture of like, you know, just be happy that you have a job. Yeah. And don't ask for more. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, uh, I, I, don't, I don't think things work like that. Like, that's so frustrating. Not anymore. We're not doing that anymore. Well, it's just frustrating to hear yeah. because it's just like, okay, well, you're, you're a CEO and you're in a position of, like, intense power of yeah. being like, okay, well, and you probably make a shit ton of money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to worry about stuff like that. It's like, I would never work at a place where and say my pay is not enough. I say, mm-hmm. well, then maybe you haven't actually, like, worked that much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And, then and people, I don't know her story. But I don't like, know her story or anything yeah. like that. I'm sure she's not the only person that thinks this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure a lot of CEOs probably think that way. It's like, oh, if you want to work like for being them, greedy. Like, and yeah, exactly. And I'm like, you know what? That's just not, I'm not about that. Yeah. Um, it's, like, incredibly tone deaf, incredibly embarrassing that, like, someone would say something like that. And then, you know, whatever. During a time right now where there are so many workers committing suicide because they're overworked, like, in factory jobs and things like that, which obviously Pepsi has factory yeah, factory yeah. workers, you know what I'm saying? It's not just people in straight up in desk jobs. So it's like for you to say that is just yeah, tone deaf. I think you, you it's mentioned just, it. It's embarrassing. It's very embarrassing. It's embarrassing. It's it's telling of the type of person that you are when it comes to, when you yeah. say shit like that. Yeah, it's just telling because it's like you know what, whatever. Can't give her too much time. Can't give her too much time. <laughs> we got a good feel good news of the week. We do, we do, we do. The homie. Former podcast guest. Yes, sir. Homie of the podcast, Jermaine Jupiter. He celebrates helping 100 black people land a role in tech this year. Big time. Just shout that out. That's he did it by October, so there's so many more to go. Yeah, you know? man. So, I th- so for, for those who may not know, uh, he, or listen to that episode, which I encourage you that yeah, you should. Yeah, we'll put it in uh, the show notes. A, yeah, he's a big time, big time advocate of this guy here. 
Uh, his goal for 2021 was to get 100 black people employed uh, in the tech uh, industry. Yeah. Uh, and it's October. Yeah. And he's done that. Yeah. Uh, and he, he kind of came out with like this, like almost like a campaign, like Jupiter kind of like 100. Showing, yeah. Yeah. Jupiter 100, showing that like every single like month or a couple weeks or whatever, whenever there's some serious progress that he made, mm-hmm. he'll post about it. And like it didn't get a lot of attention in my, that that I saw. Like these are the things that need to blow up, man. Yeah. Like, this there is should like, be articles. There should be about articles this. Yeah. written about this. There should be this should be a trend on uh, you know this one guy has done more for his industry yeah. than like any of like like the bullshit that we saw last summer with like a bunch <laughs> of like agencies <laughs> and whatever have tried to do. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's incredibly inspirational. I think this is like. As, as a recruiter, you have a, a duty and a purpose to help people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, this guy here has an amazing story. He worked his ass off. Listen to his story before, 100%. man. Like, listen yeah. to that episode. It's a, it's a really good one. And he's uh, and he's fulfilled his mission. Yeah. And that's just incredibly inspiring to me. Uh, I look up to that. I, I respect it a lot. It's, it's someone who's saying something and then busting their ass off to do it. Yeah. And 100%. it's October and I can't wait to see, you know, one, like where, where we get to for the end of the year. And then two, like what comes about this? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? When you think about, that's a hundred people. Different that's roles. Different, some very high up. Yeah. Some just starting Di- in, but now they bring others. Now they bring others and in. that's man. what you need. And I think it's, I think it's amazing to be like, you know, what if he, he hired like a junior person who's now, who's going to be the next, like, you yeah. know, Steve Jobs, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, right. that's the kind of stuff where like, man, like this guy will, will have an impact on the industry, you know, whether people like it or not. And I, you know, and if you don't, then you're probably the Pepsi CEO or something like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Former yeah. Pepsi CEO, sorry. Former, former. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, current yeah. Pepsi CEO is just like, <laughs> like what I am, and I like your podcast what? too. He's like, damn, I was really listening to this, man. <laughs> I was really listening to this, man. But, uh, no, man, this is just a big-time shout-out to Jermaine. Jermaine Jupiter, man, we appreciate you. We'd love to get you back on the show. Yes, sir. Uh, we're so happy that you that you met your goal, man. And, you know, uh, we're really excited to have you on the episode that one time. Got big ups to you, bro. That's that's massive news, and we just wanted to show you out, broski. Of course. And that is our feel-good news of the week. That's right feel-good news. If that's not feel-good news, then <laughs> you're probably the former Pepsi CEO again. You know what I mean? Damn, you're taking shots today. <laughs> you're going in. <laughs> yeah, I get a message from Pepsi, former Pepsi CEO yeah, uh, being like, hey, uh, do you have a assist letter? Do you have a second to talk? You know? Defamation of character. Like, <laughs> yeah, damn. Yeah, damn. You know man. you made it when you yeah, made yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, big facts. Yeah, big yeah. facts. Big facts. Bro, episode 27. Episode 27, man. That's a wrap. Oh, man. Man, that was a good one. We talked about a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Uh, again, we got some we got some good things cooking. Uh, you know, more content obviously coming up soon. You want to hear from us? You want to, you know, give us a topic? Uh, we're, we're happy to kind of converse. Not in the DMs. We're, gonna, we're happy to converse uh, on the show here. Uh, but thanks for tuning in. Uh, stay tuned. Before for we time. before we end. Oh damn. For, we haven't had a guest in a while, and Jeez. I don't want people to think we're not going to have any more guests. Yeah. We got guests lined up. Trust me. We just want to get this video content out for yes, you guys. Sir. That's where the guest opportunities are going to be so much more dynamic, so much more powerful when we're all three in the same room. So that's what we're waiting on. We have a whole list of guests that we're going to tap into for yeah. sure. Super excited. And people from all walks of the industry, everything, everything. like that, everything. anything you want, you got it. There we go. Episode 27. We out of here. Peace. Peace. Peace.